Hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. So in this episode, we're going to be reviewing Man City nil, Manchester United two, and I've got Jack Jack on again, who is a Huddersfield fan. So we're going from a neutral's perspective, aren't we, Jack? Yes, we are, as always, with the top six games. Well, that that one was a bit better, wasn't it, than the the, new, <laughs> yeah. the neutral Chelsea one? Yeah, oh, definitely. that was awful. That one. But yeah, this was a bit better. In fact, yeah. it started really well. We'll, we'll touch on that straight away. Yeah, I thought we were... penalty. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Well, the only question while we were outside the box, I mean, we're definitely inside when we looked at it, so was definitely a penalty. I mean, it was a proper explosive start from United. I thought we were going to be in for a right game. Yeah, um, actually. But uh, obviously, Bruno were never going to miss, and um, sort of just quietened down after that. I mean, United did have a couple of chances for the first three or four minutes, and then it just sort of petered out a bit. Until the well, the second half. Yeah, you say that Bruno never misses penalties, which he doesn't. You're correct. Yeah. But should Edison have got a hand? He got a hand to it. Should he have saved it? Yeah, definitely should have saved it. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. Probably, I know. think Jesus were a bit. Uh, he was a bit shocked when it actually went in. Um, yeah. Sky cameras were pointed to Jesus's reaction. He definitely should have said. Well, when you get an hand to it, you you know you, you're going to be disappointed if it still well, ends up as going. Well, as well, he went. Bruno Fernandes went rather than because he mixes it up, then he sometimes there's a penalty where he just blasts it in the top corner, yeah. and sometimes there's a penalty where he sort of tries to deceive the keeper and go the other way. He yeah. tried to deceive penalty, and the keeper went the right way, but he just yeah. still didn't save it. You know what I mean? Somehow it's got through, yeah. But it was like the ideal start for Man United, really. I didn't like, expect them to attack the game that quickly, to be honest. Well, I, I, do you know what? I actually think they were trying to do that. For a lot of the game, it's just the two centre mid- holding midfield players, which we will get on to, are <laughs> so honestly terrible. I think you can call them Duracell bunnies. It's quite a good representation of what they are. <laughs> These engines, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's funny, that. Yeah. Like, um, Fred, Fred, admittedly, Man United won and all that, but Fred can't pass. Top. Like, he just cannot pass. No, he can't, can he? I think they're just like filler, them two in the squad. I mean, McTominay yeah. is a, I'd, I'd say McTominay is a bit better because he, he gets him with a goal a couple of times. But um, I think they're just sort of filler players in that squad whilst Pogba's not there, to be honest. Well, they, I think Man United, we said it after the um, Man United-Chelsea game, or Chelsea-Man United game, yeah. um, that they need sort of holding a field player. And I, I, still, I still would uh, stand by that. Definitely, that yeah. You almost need... You need like a Pogba next to a. You can't. I don't think you can play either of them to be honest. I'd have Pogba next to like the the number actual number six. Yeah, like an out and out number six. Like, so like I, I'd Fred, suggest him DD for DNA. Yeah, and DD would be perfect one of him. I think they should have got Thomas Party. They missed out on that in some of the Obviously, went to Arsenal. Because yeah, because yeah. the thing that's what I was trying to say anyway. Them, them two holding midfielders, like they they did try to play that the aggressive sort of game plan within the first 10 minutes but because they're so they've got such lack of inability to do midfielder like things yeah, yeah. They, you almost can't play that style because they just can't <laughs> like they can't pass out from the back because they just wang it into touch you, they get like just anyway blocks aren't they just yeah, they are. but even like the marking's not very good either yeah no they're just literally just stamina merchants that's what they are they yeah it's the whole game that's it but um, yeah, after that start from United, it, it got in danger of being boring. Um, and then about around 20 25 minutes, I think City started to pick it up and they were just sort of yeah. 
most of the game was being played about 20 yards from United's goal, and um, I think Sterling went down trying to get a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. No. Um, but, yeah, so you just never, they didn't really look like they were interested to, not, not, not interested, they just never got going really. And as soon as I saw them like that, I, yeah, I just knew that they, they weren't really going to get out of it. They were missing loads of chances as well throughout the entire game. It reminded me actually very much, I don't know if it reminded you of this, of the Spurs 2 0 against Man City. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a very similar sort of blueprint. Yeah, it was. Score early on, sit back a bit, and then Man City start to dominate, and then they get another in the second half. Yeah. Like, that Mourinho sort of, yeah, blueprint was, was very sort of evident. They were, that, yeah, they were getting a lot more comfortable as it went on to City, but then you know, Luke Shaw just popped up. I thought it was a great goal from Luke Shaw. Oh. Uh, he's a superb fullback in his shot. Yeah. I think. I, I've yeah. questioned him in the past because I've wondered if he's sort of he's one of them players where he doesn't actually care and he just happens to be really good at football. Yeah, but, but um, he uh, looks committed, doesn't he? he looks very yeah, committed. no, he's, he's definitely a player I've, I've got wrong. And would you yeah. would you now say that Shaw's sort of at the level now where he might even be England's sort of starting left back? Yeah, uh, I think our left back options are a bit they're a bit restrained. They're not like world beaters, obviously, like like the other side, like Trent. But they're both good enough to be in that starting eleven. I think you can use like Chilwell. You can use if you want to attack and Shaw if you want to defend. So I think they're both like good enough. But yeah, Shaw for me, he's got to go to the Euros. I reckon. He's a now, big feature lad, isn't he, Shaw? Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's in it. Apparently, yeah, he's he can, in. like he doesn't train. Like he's a bit like Darwin Trey. Apparently, doesn't train weights, but he's seen like someone yeah. sort of um, benching like 120 kg, which for anyone who doesn't know is, is an awful lot of weight. Yeah. But there's like there's always been this like sort of joke about Luke Shaw about his weight. Very yeah, there there. Is. I think he's he's turned that around. He, he did used to be like on the large side like that, but now it's it's. But I think he's a he's a player that 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 is his sort of body type. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's like, he's, he's quick. He carries his weight really well. I think. No, he does. He does. He, he yeah. took honestly. He, he went on to that. He, he took his goal sort of splendidly. Yeah, well. Brilliant, brilliant finish. I, I'm still a bit questionable about Man City's defending though because they had so many men around him. But yeah, you could be down tomorrow and lucky the fact that he just happened to go through one yeah. of his legs. He had too much time to take the shot as well. For me. Yeah. I think he took, like, it, I know it's only a split second, but that split second you can intercept the ball. Like, he just, he was watching the ball thinking, right, where am I going to hit this? And obviously it went in, but he needs to be closed down better there. And he, he just ran through the team as well, didn't he? Laid it off to Rashford, 1-2, and it re It's not really yeah. the city we're used to seeing this season. No, no, it, it was very odd. I tell you, you, had a particularly poor game, and I want to get onto him a bit. I thought Cancelo were awful. Yeah, today. you were having a shocker one. I thought he were terrible. Which he and I love Cancelo. Yeah, it's been superb, but oh, yeah. honestly, he got Rashford. Were, Rashford were finding so much space on that left all game, and um, well, Guardiola did notice that he brought Kyle Walker on, didn't he? Sort of well, tactics, down when he came on. Yeah, his tactics where he sort of brings Cancelo in midfield didn't work today because yeah. still they almost had the three attackers, didn't they? Because they, they had um, Rashford off the left, Dan James off the right, and Martial up front, yeah, and then Sotman sort of in the strings. Martial as well. I thought got gone. Sorry, I'll get I was saying they just they couldn't deal, so they had three because they usually end up with like three sort of centre backs, and Zinchenko took yeah. it, and then Cancelo yeah. comes to midfield. And it didn't work because they were then almost 3v3 all the time or 4v3 yeah. situation. He was just getting exposed, Cancelo, well, yeah, really, it just, didn't, just didn't work. But yeah, he got yeah. Like, sort of less than he'd Cancelo. Yeah. But yeah, I was just going to mention there, Martial. I thought yeah, he's come into a lot of criticism this season especially. But 
I thought he were actually all right today. I thought he were. Um, he should have scored at some point. I think he went went near post, didn't he? Where he tried tucking it under him. Yeah, he flashed it. He just read it a bit, didn't he? Really, that. Yeah. Good bit. Of, his his movement were great today, though. Um, he gets hold up players as well, isn't it? He's yeah. up he's another sort of sort of like built out player, isn't he, Martial? Mm. He, he should have scored, but I didn't think it was his worst game today. Like, he was probably quite good. No, he, he played against um, Liverpool, didn't he, when they drew 0-0, and even in that game, his hold-up play was really, really good. Yeah. That is, I would say that is a strong point of his game, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. And he I mean, can pass good. the ball, which is not what you can say for a lot of the Man United team. Yeah. Well, I think we know you're on about there. Even like Dan James, though, and Wan-Bissaka can't pass either. I know. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> they're just... I've noticed about Wan Bissaka as well. One thing, he's always in centre half for some reason. Like he's always tucking in. Yeah, he does. I, do, I he don't does. get it. I do not understand it. Do you think he really could be Because he's so good at one-on-one defending it. He's just to sort of draw him in. I think is it more to draw him on the outside because he can just beat him on the outside and get a tackle in. Whereas if he comes yeah. inside, you've got it's more like decisions that you've got to make and stuff. Which yeah, it could yeah it could be because he well, he's one of the best one on one defenders in the league really. And so, but it, in the world. it just it annoys me when he does it for some reason. I don't know why. Because really Shaw annoys. doesn't do it. Shaw doesn't. Yeah, it's asymmetrical, isn't it? The teams yeah. lopsided when they defended. It's all, all weird, it's really, as well, because Wambasaki used to be a winger, but you don't. I can't understand how that were a thing. Yeah, it, it's literally <laughs> awful going forward. Yeah, it's so bad going forward. I mean, I'm sure a few United fans would uh, dispute that this season, but he's definitely improved on it. But he's still nowhere near as good as he should be, and that's why he's probably not going to get an England team. He was thinking about changing um, allegiances in the DR Congo. No, you look at the way he crosses the ball compared to like a Trent. Trent's looks so natural, and it one but Saka almost looks like he's been taught how to cross. Like yeah, to put your not very well. But... I don't know why yeah, we're smashing yeah. Man United so much today, but yeah, I don't know if, yeah, they yeah. won the game. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't be more about City really. To, to be honest, they were missing loads of chances. Foden yeah, had a shocker when he came on as well. Did you know? I thought Foden looked up quite good when he came on. Actually, I know he missed that chance, but I thought he was making stuff happen. Yeah, he he was getting in good positions, but I think there were, there were like three times where he should have had the ball back at net, and he didn't. Um, you know that that that, but before and before he came on, Man City didn't just look like they yeah, were. They were void of creativity, weren't they? But yeah. he he brought something. Even De Bruyne had a really bad game today. I thought he wasn't finding any like key passes or all that. No, the best cross we saw all day was the Kyle Walker cross that I have no yeah. idea I'm still in misses. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was shocking as hell. He's a player I want to get on to, actually. Sterling, yeah. he's one of, I, I can't have him. We can't, he can't be in the England team, for my for my sake only. Yeah, he he's, he's so frustrating to watch. Like, I think he, he's, he misses so many chances. Yeah, he's sort of deceived everyone, hasn't he? Because, you know, there was a couple of years where we were bringing in 20 to 30 goal contributions a season where I was like, oh, he's, he's world-class. That might be the case, but he has so many chances and he rarely scores any of them. I, just I know, think if, you, if you give Rashford the amount of chances that Sterling scores, he yeah, scores yeah. double. Yeah, definitely. Sterling, he's just... I don't I don't know what to think about him. I think he he's not prolific at all. He's not no, a natural yeah. finisher. No. Um, he sort of thrived under the system where they just whack it back post and it'd be, he'd be free it back and get an open net or something. You know, like when they had Sane. Well, yeah, when he was on the right, when Sane was on the left, he that was when he thrived, yeah. I, I just don't know about him on the um, 
on the left, but you can't really can't really play him anywhere else when you got Maris because he sort of cuts inside as well. He he was far as well. He was non-existent in this game. I thought. No, he, he, uh, you know I'm not a fan of how he doesn't track. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's definitely. why I do like him so. But honestly, he, he, Sterling just can't play in the Euros. He's the sort of guy that in on in the, if we got to the Euro final, he'd have open net and he'd put it wide. Like he's that player. Yeah. Yeah, like, he is. Like, do you in the Champions League last year? Oh, yeah. Playing Leon. Oh, my God. That would have put them through. And then they ended up losing game, didn't they? But they, well, that was, I can't remember the time when they 2 1 down or draw 1 2 1 all. Because De Bruyne was 1 all, didn't they? And then. Yeah. I, I, I after think... that, or was it two, they were 2 1 down? Did they, did they win the first down. leg? Or was there not a first leg? No, it won't oh, no, no. Yeah, it won't worry. Yeah. I think, well, whatever it was, it would have gotten back in the game anyway. Oh, yeah, it? no, it won't, because they ended up winning 3 1 did Leon, but they scored literally the last, basically last kick of the game. Yeah, they did, yeah. But, no, it was, it was. I think it were at 2 1 down, but you'd probably fancied them to go and win the game had he put it in the net. And honestly, if anyone had seen it after this video, after this podcast, watch it. It's it is so one bad. Of the worst misses I've seen. I mean, mean Sayers as well yesterday. That, yeah. That oh, God, that was shocking. That were awful. That was such a bad miss. <laughs> I can't believe terrible. you put that over. Oh, my God. You were about two yards out. I saw, did you see the XG were like 0.93 for it? Like, it's the highest place they would have seen. It's as close as you can get, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I imagine being a City fan and watching Sterling is very That's frustrating. Oh god! Because he he just you never he never looks like he's gonna score or create anything. He no. always tries to <laughs> wriggle through about seven <laughs> players, but he's just not that. He's not that footballer, is he? I yeah, think he's, he's better better smart, off getting in behind. Like, really like he might be a smart guy in real life, but football intelligence, he just isn't. Like he no, his instincts about getting through it. Yeah, he just makes the wrong decision all the time. Oh, basically, over his career, I've just seen him as. It's a bit harsh, but tapping merchant and dives for penalties. That's what I see <laughs> Raheem Sterling as. It's probably a bit harsh, but but then all of a sudden, like there's the I remember he's scoring a penalty in the um, League Cup final. Do you know the one where I've kept oh, yeah. that one? Yeah. And he scored the winner in that in the penalty shot, and he took the final one. I'm there thinking, why is he taking this? Like, yeah, you don't want then him. he smashed it in top corner, and you're like, what? <laughs> Come, I thought he was going to miss that. But I remember what he was going to miss. Like if he's yeah, taking the penalty in the in the Euros, oh, I'm fuming. He's not. He's not a big game player, Ian Sterling, at all. I just don't know what sort of player he is. I think you've described him. Look, maybe saying this type, he's a dive merchant and tapping merchant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does, he does score a few. Yeah. When he cuts in on that right foot, he can score good goals. Yeah, he's just not. It's just he needs so many chances to score. He's like, a winning three sort of player, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, do you know what's weird though? I was looking at, I've got this app um, that sort of it's really statistical app and it like analyzes. Like scored or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. The one. On the team of the season so far in the Premier League, Sterling is in it, and I don't know how he, he scored one goal and got two assists. Is that what so he's done all year? Yeah. That is awful. That's shocking, isn't it? You'll, you'll like this as well. Liam, Liam, about Cooper's in that. Liam Cooper's in the team as well. Yeah, no, Fair enough. I don't get that either, really, but all right. <laughs> yeah, Sterling's in that side, and I have no idea why. So, I think 
we're even missing something or that app is just horrendously wrong. Yeah, I, I think the app's horrendously wrong, but I would say that concern. I think he's pretty guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not the best, is he? Can I go on to something else that's a bit silly as well? Go on. Sky go on. are absolutely <laughs> obsessed with Dean Henderson. <laughs> yeah. I had to get this in, and it was like a random thing that I thought I'd add in, but they're obsessed with him. Like, yeah, when, when the team went, every five minutes. Yeah, when Shaw scored the goal, you think they'd go and show Shaw celebrating. They went and show that the... Dean Henderson's throw, throwing it out to Shaw, didn't they? That's what they yeah, that, like, that was the big thing. Not Shaw's <laughs> amazing run and brilliant finish. Nah, all about the Dean Henderson one. And think Gary Neville were like, he he thinks he should be the number one. He knows he should be the number one. And I'm like, have you had a conversation? Has he said that to you, Gary? It's just it's a load of nonsense. They focused way too <laughs> hard on it. It's because he's English. And the thing is, as well, like he made mistakes yesterday, and he did. Like, that one where he, right near the end, where he gets a shot that's basically straight at him from a cat and brew, and he parries yeah. it right out to where it shouldn't have gone. <laughs> yeah. If that had been De Gea, the Pelters oh, didn't even yeah. get it at Oh, yeah. Everyone would be saying he was finished. And stuff yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Henderson is young, obviously, but, yeah, English, so he's sort of the media's well, the, th- the thing is, I-, I said this a lot, and I said this to Greg about the Pope and the Pickford thing. It's the same sort of situation. They're trying to create a story of, like, who should you have in that? And they're trying yeah. to throw in Henderson as well. So the more they can get him to play above David Hayer, the more they can have the shout for the England squad. Yeah. Get him thrown in there. It's the same with, like, if you- if Pope makes a mistake, like he did yesterday, nothing about it. If Pickford had made that mistake, there'd have been loads about it. <laughs> the press would yeah. create a situation. Where it's like, who should you have Pickford or thing? So yeah, then show yeah. all Pickford's mistakes and show all Pope being amazing. Sort of <laughs> try sort of force the debate to be had. Yeah. It's like the biggest um, biggest debate for the England side anyway, isn't it? So the media obviously oh, wants exactly. to push it. But, um, and it's the same with they want the, the young English keeper to be Man United's keeper. So they force, they yeah. put out anything. Like even on um, Sky, Jimmy Carragher talking, I don't really want to name people as much, but I, I suppose I just yeah. have. And he said something like, the goalkeeper's the main issue for Man United rather than the centre-backs and stuff like that. And it's I, not. It's just rough, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like... Two like, if you play for player, Dean Dean Henderson and David Hayer are miles better actual footballers than Maguire and Lindelof, like, in their perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like a pound for pound. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no... Uh, <laughs> you're not happy with he's, it he's, he's just trying to create a, a narrative but I get yeah. I, I get it because you've got to obviously get the clicks and stuff but it's alright though because we'll be having Emmy Martinez in, in goal in, in the Euros that, that's interesting that, isn't it? That, I, I do hope that happens can you yeah. see it happening though I, 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 I can't it's because of the um, the history between Argentina and England I can't see that going down too well with his family who is um, Argentina's? Is it that Rulli? Yeah. Uh, who does he play for? Is it Sociedad that he plays for? Villa, is it Villarreal? It's he's one of, he's a Spanish team, team, isn't it? There's Romero as well, obviously. Yeah, Romero. But yeah, he, he's never made an appearance for Argentina. Um, and he's lived here for, what, 18 years? So I don't see why not. Yeah. It, no, he would be, because he had a good game yesterday as well against Wolves. Uh, yeah. Not against Wolves. Yeah, against Wolves. He's been he's been the best keeper in the league this season by a mile, I think. Yeah, I would back that. Yeah. Going on, one other player that I want to mention. 
and he gets a lot of stick. And I've almost given him stick in this podcast. But I think Maguire in the in the top against the top six this year has been really good. To be honest, yeah. I, do, I do think he has been really good. He's and the number one he gets so much pelters all the time. So I think when he plays well, we need to start. I'm, I'm going to create the Maguire Appreciation Club. I think. <laughs> all right. how, how good he is. I'm shocked because at that, to be honest. I, I again I, tonight, I thought it were really good. Where would you stand on Maguire? Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on him because of his price tag that they paid for him, and obviously he's had a couple of hours before in the past, and yeah. then there's the, the whole Greece thing. Um, so that's never good, is it, for a player that you know it's Man United's captain, so there's a lot of pressure on him to perform every week. You know, he's never going to be he's never going to be Vidic or Ferdinand or all like that. But yeah. I think he, I think he's solid. He, he's he's very slow. I think he's been ruined really by high. his price tag, though, isn't it? That's what yeah, I really. Yeah, he's weak. Weak. Leicester did so well to get that amount of money for him. Yeah. Um, but he's not he's not an awful centre half. I just think he's not quick enough. He's very good in the air. I think. Yeah. He's, uh, he's he's not the worst ball player in the world as well. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. Quite good. But, I'd say like their centre half, like we saw against Chelsea, they just they just have to sit back because they will get outpaced if they far yeah. too far forward. That's where they sort of get exposed if they do that. But yeah, he's not bad, just the pace for me. That no, I'm a bit of, I'm a bit bored of you know, everyone's bangs on about oh he's eighty million. It's almost like just judge him on how good he is rather now rather than the price. Yeah. Like if yeah. it, it's not his it's not his fault that they paid that. Like that is it's nothing to do with it. Yeah. He's obviously not an eighty million pound player. He's probably more like a forty million pound player, realistically. Yeah. So like that, yeah. sort of judge him as a. It's, it's so boring, isn't it? The old money thing all the time. Yeah. This player with this much, so they have to be like. <laughs> Greg, Greg judge him players rather than. Yeah, Greg does it so. <laughs> yeah, he does. Greg's but, on another um, podcast called 117 Weekly that we'll be doing a podcast probably on tomorrow, yeah. which you can check out. I'll put a link in the description of this. But yeah, Greg's, cool. Greg's a, a feature on that usually. Oh, yeah. he does on every week, doesn't he? But, um, yeah. For anyone that didn't know. But yeah, no, I am a bit sick of this all. Like he costs this much, he costs this much. Like it's like yeah, that should be how good he plays. Footballers just judging about how good they are at football rather than he's good at yeah. football, but this he's good. By at... by that logic, you know, Coutinho is the third best player of all time, and I should yeah. be playing like he's the third best player of all time. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it, I get I get it. It's sort of an easy thing to go at, but yeah, just judging cool. like. The whole Man City money thing's a bit boring as well. It's like, well, just judge them on how good they are as a team. Like, admittedly, yeah. they spent the most money. Everyone knows they have. You don't need to say it every single time you talk <laughs> about. Yeah. Well, uh, look, look where it's gotten, though. I think it's just it's a bit bit of jealousy where people bring that in, I think. And it's the way the game's going anyway. So exactly. Well, the, people, the, the thing is, every, everyone that says that, the, everyone knows that there's not one single fan that wouldn't wish it happened to their club. That That's the, that's the harsh reality. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many fans of so many clubs that are just loving Arab to take him over with, you know, billionaire yeah, Arabs. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Newcastle were were nearly had it last year, didn't they? With them. Yeah, oh, they South. were good. Their fans yeah. were absolutely good when that didn't go through. I mean, admittedly, they are, they have a horrible owner. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for them because they're not a not a small. They're a big club, Newcastle. Yeah, really passionate fans. Did, the yeah, they, they deserved a. Uh, Deserved a takeover, I think. But now we're in danger of going down now, aren't we? Well, yeah. But, but I mean, we could do that tomorrow, actually. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look anyway, at that. Anyway, 
Should we wrap it up today? Because I think yeah, we're we'll talking do. about relegation battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get on to that tomorrow. Between two teams that are first and second <laughs> in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Right. If you want to find out who gets relegated, it might be on Women's Seven Weekly tomorrow. So yeah, yeah it's anyway. Newcastle, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks and for having me, Scott. Yeah, no worries, Jack. Thanks yeah. for coming on, and we'll catch yeah. you on the next one. Yeah, see you later. Bye for now.